Growing up, we learn that magic is not real, and we live our lives finding no proof to the contrary. It is not our fault that we're so wrong, for only those who can use it can truly see it. Since time immemorial, the secrets of Arcana have been protected by ninja, passed down from generation to generation in martial forms that must be mastered with body and mind. With these techniques, the ninja protects the world from evil and fathomable, horrifying monsters and other ninja gone mad with power. All of which we, the non-magical, the unsparked, will never know about. Welcome to the Arcane Ninja World. Rosalind Kilada Sedra as Karma Ninja. Today is a day I never should have got out of bed. Jonas McLean as Tony Pugs. I'd like less snakes and less Russians in my head. Colin Bruce Anthes as Absentia Moonshine. I'm canceling my plans for an omelet. Arcane Ninja RPG is produced by 48vmedia.com and presented by Pod Cavern. As we tell our story, whenever a character interacts with the world around them, players roll 10-sided dice to succeed or fail. The number of dice rolled depends on the specific character aptitudes established during character creation. The difficulty of these interactions ranges from 1 to 5. Players must match or beat it, otherwise the character fails. Keep alert for more rule pop-ups as we go along. Episode 7 Pag Luisa Shu Panini In our last episode, ambushed by members of the Russian White Bear Clan, our wannabe ninja faced a tough battle. It was thanks to subterfuge that they ultimately managed to subdue the intruders. Naively, the White Bear Clan ninja believed that the Clayville students would simply let themselves be tied up to a tree. Well, they had something else coming, as they discovered when Absentia jumped them. The senior ninja and Goro appeared shortly after the fight, carrying the unconscious body of the third intruder. The victory was short-lived, as Ivanova, the leader of the White Bear Clan ninja squad, clanged her wrists together and all three intruders disappeared into white smoke, though not before promising to meet again. With another egg broken, there was just one left of the precious three that appear every 50 years in the gold, silver and jeweled nest. The green dotted purple egg was entrusted to Tony as they all made their way back to the command center to report to Captain Chico Norris. Tony felt some movement in his backpack as he walked and stopped for a moment without alarming anybody. When he was alone, he checked the insides of the pack and saw the egg crack and crack again until a small, large fist-sized bear cub meets pug puppy creature with large, too endearing black eyes reached out to him and said, Papa! And this is where we are now. As the party walks through the jungle, they uh, all do a perception plus discipline check. 
They all use their perception and their discipline as they walk and listen. One. I'm a tad distracted, you see. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Rosalind. Okay. Um, and as they move along, Absinthia clearly <laughs> hears from behind. Absinthia is, is uh, they are the last one in the line uh, as they walk through the jungle, and they hear, Papa. And then immediately afterwards, What the hell? Um, Nobody else seems to have noticed this. Only Absentia. The rest of the party moves forward. I think I am cancelling my plans for an omelet. <laughs> hmm. Did you really think that our exam eggs were going to make you omelets? Well, I wanted to make a surprise breakfast for you. I, As a celebration of our completed journey. I mean, I, I'm, I am getting used to picking up on social cues, but this is my understanding of how I might... Uh, yes, understood, understood. Meanwhile, uh, Tony um, looked at the creature and said, what the hell? And is, uh, I, um, whoa, okay, this is, okay, fatherhood is a lot right now. The little um, creature extends the arms. Papa, papa, papa. Okay, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, some sort of weird, uh, weird, weird egg creature. You, um, Tony, is uh, is something going on over here? Everything's fine back here. We're, we're actually no, it's not. I'm Abby. Abby, yes. please. I I'm freaking out a little. Something's okay. happened. Okay, I, I've I... dropped my shoe. By this point, the rest of the party does hear that there's a conversation happening behind. It's become a little louder, and uh, they stop and, and turn and trace their steps back a little bit until they find... It's just a, a shoe-related sort of emergency. Tony. I only need one person. Can pers you get a move on, please? That's, we uh, have been delayed long enough. Yep, no, totally agree. Just need Abby back here. The rest of you don't want to keep you. It's fine. Nothing's wrong with any eggs. You seriously think I'm going to leave you alone with Abby? Do we not remember the snake debacle? That was, uh... Mm. Yeah, that's right. What is going on? Uh... What's happening here? Uh, is everything is everything okay? Is everyone okay? Can we keep on going? I heard something about yep. parenthood, but I've been informed it's only a shoe. That's... Okay, okay, fine. Parent what? Um... I just want to preface the whole situation that's about to happen that I did not touch the egg. What the hell is happening? So this is, um, new. Uh, this came out of the egg. Hey, what? It's a miracle of life. It's what? What? Is that supposed what? to... It's very cute, but is that to put that I do a bad... That I No, I did not touch the egg. It hatched. What? Time to our exam egg. Well, my backpack's very warm and womb-like because of all of the extra product they keep in there. And Tony, uh, 
How does the shoe factor into this? The shoe was an elaborate ruse. With you. This well, is... just set it. Just set it free. Just, just put it down. But it can't Let him go. Set it free. It feels irresponsible. Uh, little guy, do you want to be this free? This is extremely, uh, extremely, uh, unusual. Emilia, what, what are they going to do? I don't know. I'm not sure. This is They're not going to take him away from me, are they? And uh, as Tony looks at the creature and says, should we put it, should we put it, should we put you down? Uh, The creature looks up at him with his watery, large, large black eyes and goes. It hums like a motorcycle. We have to keep it. I've I've named it Pug. Inner monologue. (laughs) (coughs) Stat. I turned my back on these guys for one freaking second, and they've picked up an additional creature. Okay. All right. Focus says we move ahead without it, but... Oh, my gosh. Okay, I just I just need to roll. I just need to roll. Empathy versus discipline, I think. <laughs> to model the inner conflict of whether it's too cute to leave. Is that is that what it is? That's the idea, yep. Okay. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five. Oh. I don't know what that means. You tell me what that means. Are you leaving it or taking it? We're taking it. <laughs> so you are for taking it. it, okay? I can't leave. I'm so just cute. confirming that I am absolutely not making an omelet. Just. Absolutely. A, a, you a, get away from Pug. You, I you, think, uh, I think look, no, 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 we enough, gotta enough. middle name him. You just hand it over, and we're going to have to take over this right now. This is... No, 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 no. Pug Louisa is now a part of our, our pod. <laughs> Sorry, what? Pug Louisa. Where'd that come from? I've decided... We're keeping him, and his name is Pug Louisa. Okay, Pug Louisa is, uh, as far as we know, a, a strange and ancient creature from a magic egg, and I think that it should get to decide for itself where what it wants to do. Oh. I, um, we are going to bring this creature to the uh, Captain Chiconares, and he will let us know what we need to do. Okay. So what if he wants to turn it into, like, cowboy boots or chaps or something? I trust that uh, Commander Norris will know exactly what we need to do with this creature. I mean, yeah, the captain's pretty reasonable. Okay, uh, Pug Louisa... A man who wears chaps cannot be trusted. They were fashionable for a time. Pug Louisa, do you want to come with us to meet our captain? 
I think that means yes. Okay, fine. Well, look at the little guy thing. Uh, oh, okay. Well, the creature seems okay with you. Uh, uh, will you be okay transporting the creature? And Tony, like, gets the creature situated up on his shoulders for, like, a piggyback ride. And it's like, yeah! Someone else is gonna carry my backpack, though, right? in your hair! <laughs> the creature grabs onto Tony's hair, and uh, as they start moving along, um, it starts to sing song. And as this happens, uh, Tony feels somehow emboldened by this song. It gives him a sort of euphoric optimism. And they keep on moving through the forest and the party. Uh, it is decided then, uh, but uh, I would rather you do not take the rear. So, uh, Leonard, uh, you take the rear, and Goro, you lead the way. And uh, Lucretia, keep an eye on them. And we have to make sure that uh, we all get there. We all get there safe and sound with this creature. I just can't believe this happened. I mean, the chances of a Russian ninja hit squad attacking us twice in one day are... I mean, I'm no math scientist, but very 50, low. 50 50? Yeah, either it happens or it doesn't, and I'm feeling like uh, today's our day. Tony, uh, if you ever want some parenting advice, I did spend the first 39 years of my life living with my parents, so um, I can, uh, I mean, one of the first things that we did was uh, prepare for a nuclear winter. I can walk you through that if you'd like. That, you know, uh, some, some preschool doomsday prep sounds lovely, Abby. I would love that later. Absolutely. Um, can we just maybe allow Pug Louisa to keep her sunny worldview for, like, half a sec? Ain't nothing's gonna dampen the spirit. Little nuclear winter never hurt anybody. (laughs) We're on the up and up. I mean, what happens if the nuclear winter hits before we have prepared the child? Enough depressing talk. What do we think Pug Louisa is? Uh, well... I mean, besides the cutest. <laughs> I would say a weakling. What? A weakling. How dare you? I bet she could kick your butt. Probably. Uh, uh, my, uh, my. I would suggest that the, this little creature could not find me uh, if we were in an open field in broad daylight. Where's Abby? There they are. <laughs> Score one for Bug Louisa. Score zero <laughs> for Upsetka. <laughs> That's what those big black eyes are for. Yeah, they're a predator. <laughs> I mean... Well, the, the party makes their way through the heavy jungle, Goro leading, leading the three senior ninja that had been impersonating the trainee's uh, loved ones. Uh, with them, uh, taking the rear and, and watching over them, uh, making sure that nothing intercepts them and that nothing goes wrong. And as they walk along, our young uh, trainees uh, use all their perception and their intuition once again. Oof. Two. One. 
<laughs> Do you have any any like natural ones too? So is it critical success, critical failure, or just zeros? I I only have one perception. I have no intuition. Oh. Okay. And so. Much like in life. <laughs> Tony and Abby, they can't help not to notice that the way back seems much easier than their experience traversing the jungle thus far. Uh, there's no sulfuric stink, no swamp. The birds around them seem more at ease and the bugs are nowhere to be found. We should have taken this road here. Now if we want to come back, we know the right way. I think we took basically this route here. Well, we can't have. One. There's no inexplicable danger. Uh, I think, I think the inexplicable dangers had to do with you befriending predatorial snakes. That is true. You didn't help matters there. Yeah, but if I didn't befriend all of the weird creatures we found, we wouldn't have met Pug Louisa. Not accurate. Think... Pug Louisa came out of an egg. Yeah. Snakes come I, out of I, eggs. I don't think you can make that claim. Actually. Snakes come out of eggs. Not, uh, I've seen it. Okay, um, we're on the right track. This we know. Absentia hears a rustling of dry leaves to one side. Hmm. And when they look, they see the massive head of the snake they fought before as oh, it moves no. along with the group. And it oh, pays no attention to anyone. Rule pop-up. During character creation... Each player assigns 0 to 5 points to 20 aptitudes that represent the character's abilities. Back to the show. Hmm. Uh, Pug. Nobody close else your sees eyes it though, only Absentia. Okay. Right. And um, how is this snake's eye right now? Perfect. That's fucked. <laughs> I forgot. What did we do to its eye? I, I, I took a, I took a pounding to that eye. I, uh, I. Anyway, I will not go into graphic detail because there are children nearby who need to be prepared for a nuclear winter. I cannot, insi- I cannot stress this enough. If the nuclear winter happens and this child has not been prepared, you will never forgive yourselves. I was never prepared for a nuclear winter. Did, did I miss? I I what kind of so parents did you have? In fact, that he can't even say it. My parents were ninjas. They nuclear. weren't around a lot. Nuclear, nuclear. I did skip a lot of school, though. Maybe that's where they covered it. So you know, that's a possibility. What should should I should I know more about this? Common, do you know about nuclear winter? And as nuclear. they keep on walking down That's in the what jungle, I said, nuclear. N E W C K. Just a lot of school. Doing cool ninja flips and shit. Yeah. You know, I feel like one of these days we're gonna have to recap whether you actually passed the Ninja Academy. We're all getting the same degree. Isn't it great? Oh man. And I, I think I might need something. to go back for a master's. <laughs> Can't get any jobs anymore with a bachelor's. Ninja or not. 
they keep on moving through the jungle. The snake keeps on uh, slithering uh, right by the group. It doesn't seem very concerned uh, at all uh, by the group. In fact, it seems to be going with the group, uh, as far as Absentia can tell by how it's operating. Hmm. Hmm. How is it possible that the giant snake is going with the group and we don't see it? I see it. Well, it, it is it is slithering in disguise through the jungle and you guys are busy talking, playing with little uh, Pag Luisa and not really paying enough attention to notice that it is there. Not right next to you. It's not. It's not at your hip. It's like removed a few feet. You see, this is why it's dangerous to enjoy baby things. Keep on going. Mm. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I need to skip a whole bunch. <laughs> skips over the entire encounter with snake. <laughs> that sure was a snake. And now it's gone. We'll never know why. <laughs> uh, the party keeps on moving in the formation they um, are in, and uh, the snake follows. Uh, uh, and at some point, uh, in fact, the snake catches up with Goro at the front of the line. And Goro goes like, oh, there you were. Come here, little thing. And the snake comes right by him and, and lifts his head to his waist height and he just has to reach down and just tickle the top of the head. I missed you. I was wondering where you were. Oh, my little Shakira. What? The feel, snake was in on it? I'm feeling simultaneously guilty about the snake's eye and Koro's testicles. I'm not. That thing hypnotized me and tried to this eat me. This cannot be the same snake. What is it, a magical regenerative snake that grows new eyeballs every day? Uh, Goro, is case. that a magic regenerative snake named Shakira that grows new eyeballs every day? Oh, you are, you're talking about my little Shakira. Oh, she, that was not real. She was never. She was never in danger. What about us? Well, you were a little bit in danger because that was my shadow clone, uh, and that's how we do this test. I make a shadow clone of the snake, and then it attacks you, and it is uh, very good because I am uh, good at the shadow clone. Uh, so if Pug walks into the mouth of the snake in his, his hypnotic naivety and dies in there, just whatever? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Noted. Nobody I'm would have starting... died. Everybody is here. Uh, it's a safe test, okay? Even if it didn't feel like that, it was designed so that you didn't feel that you were in danger. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So the trauma is mental only. Mm-hmm. I can Maybe repress that. that. That's good to know. I can yes. repress that. Maybe that's why we get Louisa Pug. You know, like a, like a, like a healing animal. You shouldn't worry about good old Shakira. I've had her since since she's an egg. Come here, girl. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Eh, Now, should you have encountered Pantera, and as he says that, you can hear the creak of a large branch right above as you're walking by. If you look, you'll see a a six-foot-long panther. (gasps) following along, 
jumping from branch to branch. And as Goro says the name of the panther, Pantera, Pantera. each uh, one of no. the uh, train ninjas in training can hear very loudly the purring of a cat that is loud as a small gas engine. I so we just keep I going this way, yeah. I really, really want to know if I know anything about panthers right now. The the party keeps on moving. The senior ninjas seem absolutely unconcerned. Lucretia was the one that explained to the young ninja that she had created a shadow clone of the snake. But either Emilia, who's the leader of them, and Leonard, none, none of them even pay attention to the panther that is uh, above using uh, all the branches of the trees as, as a, a kind of way to uh, follow the party as they move along. I really want to know about panthers. Well, I was prepared for panther fights as a child by my very responsible parents. And oh I'm shocked gosh. to learn that... Just please get to the point. What do we do? Do we just mosey along? Do we freeze? Do we hide? What? Well, the first what's... thing you do is try and trap them in fire, but then there is a series of other steps you can take after that. If guys, plan guys. That won't be necessary. That's... We're here. Something tells me that everything in the universe is on our side right now, and we just have to focus on our own walk. Is it the gremlin massaging your scalp? It, you should try it sometime. <laughs> I mean, I, yes, hand him over. Okay, he, he experienced <gasps> these tiny magic hands. Oh. 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 As soon as oh. as soon as Tony oh. hands over uh, oh. the little creature to to uh, a Carmen, the creature starts crying immediately. <laughs> All right, he I'm sorry. Very, very loudly, and it's it's in in a lot of distress right away. Okay, come back. We gotta come back to Papa. Okay. Uh, I feel rejected. <laughs> and and as soon as it's back in Tony's hands, uh, it changes. It's like like exactly like babies do, and it goes from crying to to uh, laughing and giggling and being all happy again. I mean, don't take it too hard, Carmen. I mean, look who you're being rejected in favor of. You know. <laughs> I don't follow this. <laughs> Ah, you guys just need to experience the, the the sunny disposition, and you know I'm I'm sure Pug Louise will warm up to you. Can we just be done with it and get eaten by the panther? Oh, as I said, you have nothing to worry about. You're not going to be eaten by the panther. Pantera is a loyal friend, and we are here. And as Goro <laughs> says that. <laughs> All uh, the, the younglings notice that they are in front of the unmistakable doors that lead to the museum. That was surprisingly easy. Um, well, yeah, of course it is. This is this is my this is my home. It's uh, very nice. Yes, nice home. Very nice. Thank mm -hmm. you, thank you. I've 
I like it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really beautiful tiling. Did you put that in yourself? Uh I'm not sure what tiling you're talking about, but if it's there, yes, I put it there. <laughs> Tony like knocks on the grass to check for the like tiling. <laughs> Uh, Goro indicates to uh, the animals uh, to stay as the entire group uh, enters into the rounded brick hallway that leads to the open set of heavy double doors, uh, which above uh, reads in in red, uh, restricted area exit. The party emerges into the museum, but not into the metal wing through which they had entered. Instead, they come out into the visiting exhibit wing. The door had clearly changed places while they were away. And in the center of this wing, there's a very large mound of earth. In bright orange ants, the size of small children, with pincers that look like it could cut through solid iron, make their way up and down the mound. Uh, those going up carry plants and small bushes into an opening at the top, and those going down make a neat uh, line that exits through the front door of the museum. One of the ants carrying a particularly large bush takes a tumble. Suddenly, out of the top orifice of the mound, a long elastic like protuberance stretches out to the fallen ant, wraps around it, and pulls it back into the orifice. As it does, the ant catches on fire, the intensity of which can be felt by all the ninja's faces. That ant's parents did not properly prepare it for the life ahead. I, it, yeah, looks like some uh, tough discipline in a uh, giant ant world. That thing on fire? Leonard turns to all of you very excitedly. The fire frogs of Lithuania have always been my favorite. Frogs? Now, now, Leonard, come back later. Commander Norris is, uh, is waiting for us and the examination panel with him. Yeah, let's come back later or never. And, uh, and so Goro keeps on moving. He basically pays no attention to the ants or uh, the burrow or anything like that. And the whole party just moves through the museum and out the front doors. As they're moving, the guards and visitors ogle them. A child points at Goro, its mouth hanging open in awe. And they make their way to the massive tree some couple kilometers away through the forest. Tony is like waving to all of the... Like, people looking at them the whole time. Like, as if we're celebrities. <laughs> One of the little kids waves back and then looks up excitedly at their parents. Like, oh my god, they waved at me. Eventually they make their way to the massive tree. And they go up past the 24-hour guard uh, and into the main hall of the command center. Uh, this time, the oversized tree house is a buzz. A ninja come in through the windows and deliver messages uh, or receive instructions for, uh, from Commander Norris. Other ninja are having conversations with the distinguished members of the exam committee. When the party enters, it all goes quiet as every set of eyes turns to regard them. They walk across the large chamber to the other side where they had received their test instructions only that morning. Shikunoris and the rest of the committee wears grim faces. The joviality of before is nowhere to be seen. Ah, finally. 
after you, it will be better if we have this conversation in private. He says, indicating the opening on one side. Goro, Emilia, Lucretia, and Leonard make their way forward. Uh, I don't know what kind of cheese the commander prefers. <laughs> this is the end, right? This is the end of our test. It's gotta be. We're back where we started. Yeah, this is the part where they tell us we passed. Unless or... we did a false start. And we're beginning. If this is about nuclear winter or whatever. Well, I mean, this could be how it begins, and we have left this child unprepared. My conscience... Do you think we'll get breakfast soon? Not omelets. Anyway, carrying on. What do you think, Pug Louisa? What do you think, baby? Don't freak him out. Rule pop-up. Any interaction is associated with the two aptitudes. A player adds the points of both and rolls as many ten-sided dice to meet or beat the difficulty rating. Back to the show! As the ninja walk into the opening and Carmen talks to the baby that is on Pug's shoulders, the entire committee kind of shares a look both to the creature on Pug's shoulders <coughs> and uh, among themselves. And they all cross the opening into a branch and leaf spiral staircase that leads up to the commander's office at the very top of the tree. A foliage-made wall of about three and a half feet tall with bookshelves and a wooden table top encircles the office. Above the low wall, the sightline is clear in all directions as far as the eye can see. Above, a domed foliage-made ceiling offers protection from the elements. In spite of the large glassless openings that act as windows, there is no wind inside. Even though there is no glass in the windows, for some reason, we had to repeat that. It's very important. It's very important. There's no glass. The bookshelves are packed beyond capacity, with rolls and, and papers sticking out here and there. Some books barely cling to their spot, one page or corner pinned firmly uh, between another two, as if they were trying to save the one from falling out. A large central table is mostly covered with papers. A small backed seat with wheels is tucked in right up to the table, the space before it clear, clearly the place where Chico works. The committee files in behind the troop. There's enough room for everybody to stand comfortably. Nicolas Sabato sits on the surrounding tabletop and Sasha stands dutifully behind Chico. Dai-sensei's Jean-Claude takes a spot behind the desk uh, with an unimpressed expression. The lanky tall blind ninja, Timoteo Glacintio, or Tim Glass for short, moves with a slight sway as he makes clicking sounds, but otherwise seems to know where everything is and leans against the desk. Chico steps ahead, a curious look on his face especially as his eyes rest for a moment on the baby creature. Should Thank we, you. Should we tell him that this baby is ill-prepared for the world ahead? That if we throw this baby into any extreme situation right now, it has no training whatsoever because we have been neglecting it this entire time and... 
Thank you. Thank we... you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Absinthe. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome. Now, there's one thing we all want to know. What the hell happened out there? Uh, I fully thought what everybody okay. wanted to know was, what is little Pug Louisa? What are you, little buddy? No? We all want to know that, too, but we'll get to that. First, we just want to know what the hell happened. You said there was one thing, but you just said that there were multiple things that you actually wanted to know. I suppose well, you're right, Absentia. Point... You're a smart one and you caught me. I meant there's a lot of things I want to know, but right now I just want to know... We all want to know what happened out there. Inner monologue. There's something about being in a room with this many important people. Just makes me feel like I'm not allowed to touch anything. It's like there's plastic on the furniture or I'm in church or something. And Okay, now what are they talking about? Uh, oh, everybody's looking at me. And they're looking at Pug Louisa. Okay, suddenly this has all become about me again, and everybody's still looking, and okay, okay, Tony, um, you didn't do anything wrong, right? But how do I explain any of what happened? Uh, okay, best to just stay perfectly quiet and not get in any more trouble, and I'm sure the others will have you back. Just as long as they don't try to take whatever this is. And it starts crying again. Or they're going to take it away forever. We accomplished the task set to us. We retrieved all three eggs. We have returned with the contents of one of the eggs. We did not kill anyone. We did not let anyone get eaten by snakes. However close they may have come through their own idiocy. I mean, that's really all you need to know, right? Well, as we see it, I'm not sure you were able to do all the things you say you were able to do, Carmen. Yeah. What do you mean? Please explain, because we been in the dark this whole time. I would really love to know what happened from the game maker's perspective. Well, we have claimed that we didn't kill anybody, but not only am I not entirely sure that that's true, we may have preemptively have killed this child by not preparing it for the brutal realities of the world that it has just entered. This child doesn't have a chance. I mean... Is there a counseling department? I think that Abby has some PTSD... To deal with. Okay, okay. Absinthia, just uh, take it easy there. Uh, Nicola, d- do you mind? Can you take the child? Maybe make it comfortable? I, I, these, they seem all distracted. Maybe we should just give it to one of the ninja downstairs and uh, they can just watch over it while we sort this situation out because you guys still haven't told us what the hell happened out there. Do they try to take the... Nikola stands and walks over to a pug and gestures to receive the child. Uh, now, they... Okay, but they've been really not liking anybody else. So, uh, here, give it a try. 
And as soon as the child leaves uh, Tony's hands, it begins to cry. Okay, see, I, I, I tried to tell you that would, that would happen. I don't. And uh, Nicola just sways uh, the child and, 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 and cradles it and starts uh, rocking it back and forth, uh, singing a, a, a sort of lullaby. But uh, to no avail, the creature keeps on crying and crying. Uh, ever so lightly, I don't, I don't think it likes French. <laughs> and keeps on yelling and yelling. And as Maybe it's Tony's hair product. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, here. Uh, and Tony, like, goes into his jacket and, like, pulls out some, uh, like, uh, some hair, uh, wax, uh, and, like, smears a little bit under the, like, the, uh, the creature's, like, fur so that it can smell it. Um, as soon as Tony puts the hands on the creature, it, 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 it calms down a bit. It's still sobbing and, and... Um, hiccuping, but it comes down a little bit. But as soon as he takes his hands off, the crying increases again. Um, and uh, it, it actually it, it increases in intensity uh, it, uh, uh, in comparison with before. Uh, it's louder and louder. And Nicola doesn't seem very taken aback by the situation. She seems like a person who has had experience with babies. A crying baby is uh, no nothing strange for uh, someone who was a mother or, or had experience with uh, children. And so she starts to back away, uh, intent on taking the creature. However, as that happens, the baby's tears begin to fade into black smoke. And uh, the smoke starts to twirl around the invisible waves of sound coming out of the baby. And and as this happens, suddenly the, the crying becomes just piercing. It, it's almost impossible to hear. And uh, everybody in that room uh, needs to summon their fortitude to resist what's going on. Just fortitude by itself? Yeah, fortitude so that's fortitude times two. Fortitude, oh, fortitude twice? Times okay. One. 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 Oh, as a reaction to the sound, pretty much everybody in the room, um, and by pretty much I mean everybody except for Nicola who's holding the baby and if she did this the baby would drop uh, brings their hands to their ears to try and stop uh, the onslaught but Carmen Tony and Abby all feel this ringing in their ears that remains and they uh, suffer a deaf one condition Okay, um, look, maybe this, I just take it. As this happens, Nicola, whose ears are starting to bleed, hands just stretches the baby, the creature out to Tony and hands it back. And it is 
like a child. As soon as Tony has the creature in his hands again, the crying stops. And there's a little giggle. And... Well, okay, that's new. That's new. I hadn't... Um, I'm sorry. I don't know uh, how to... We'll work on that. We'll work on that one, okay? What did you say? I... Hello? I can't hear anything! No, it's because it's it was loud. I can't hear... Oh. Nicola turns to Chico Norris. I am deaf! Anyone know? Uh, I think they can't hear us. No one can hear you, Abby. Chico uh, looks at Sasha Obami and nods toward her. And Sasha moves fast toward uh, Sensei Nicola and helps her to sit down and and just tries to comfort her as best she can in silence uh, because Nicola continues to to try and communicate I can can you can you can anybody can anybody hear anything but it, it's not happening and you can notice that everybody had their hands uh, in their ears and they come down and the ringing in in the ears of uh, Abby and Tony and Carmen continues. Uh, that's what the condition is. And so the sound coming to them is a little muted. It has to go over. They can still hear. They can still hear people talking. Not, but, but clearly they're not being able to hear as well. And they know this. This is a thing. And they don't feel very worried about it. It doesn't feel... It feels like, it feels like when there's a loud explosion... Uh, nearby and 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 so you lose your hearing for a bit but it doesn't feel like it's a permanent thing they don't know this and they maybe they may freak out thinking maybe but it doesn't feel like it would be necessarily i'm so glad that my parents prepared me for situations in which i would be deafened by a, a loud explosion <laughs> but had to carry on and persevere this is an analogous One. situation but i can Abby's transfer those it. skills Abby's What's happening? Shush. The one thing I love about this condition is I can't hear every single word of these insane ramblings. Unfortunately, because nobody like can peace. hear me, they won't be able to learn how to deal with the situation in okay, which you've lost your okay. hearing. Captain, are they medic ninjas? Oi, we are good. I... <laughs> The child is not crying anymore, and I understand that Sensei Nicola suffered a little bit more, and we'll take care of her, but we're all good, and we can still hear you, and we still want to know what the hell went out out there. We got attacked. Went on out there. Sir, okay? <laughs> I know, hey. I have an accent and an accent, all right? It's not my first language, and it's not my first language. He's Swiss, right? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah, no, I thought so. Speaking of, uh... Cold right. Europeans. <laughs> Look, sir, Commander, we... I don't know at what point, like... Look, I understand that a lot of that was part of the test, but you didn't ask any Russian ninjas to attack us as part of the test, right? Russian ninjas? We got attacked by Russian ninjas wearing all white, doing, like, weird stuff with, like, their mind and... Uh, After they were... we had already made it through the museum. That's true. It wasn't I w- that... We that got was into the particularly section. suspicious. We got into the restricted section. We were in the jungle. We found our uh, loved ones in cages. Uh, we were fighting Goro. 
I apologize for the we, testicles. We kind of followed whoa, 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 the whoa, action till that up point. till that point, but then we lost. We lost well, connection. Some some interfered with our ability to see what's going on, and we just don't know what happened. So this is where we need you to fill in the gaps. So that was this probably Natasha, the same, right? This Boris is about and the Natasha. Same t- what? I can't. Sorry, it's still ringing. Ah. This is about the same time we don't know what was going on because we thought they were our loved ones that we were rescuing out of the cages. But then once we actually got to rescue them, they weren't at all. And then Boris and Natasha came along, right? Yeah, or was yeah. It the snake. No, that was after the snake. That was they. They know that pot, but so Boris. We don't know their real names. They might have said them, but there was a lot going on. We call them Boris and Natasha. It's not important. Uh, there were these Russians, right? And they were stealing eggs. We've got it narrowed down to citizens of Russia. Yeah, because they had accents, right? And Essentially, it seems like what happened in general was the Russians ruined everything for the entire world. Just like most movies, yeah. And they attacked us. They were trying to steal the eggs. And then we flipped the switch on them, right? We were whooping their ass. And then... Uh, we started winning, so they pieced out of there, they teleport, right? And then we, we've got one egg left that they didn't break, and that's where this guy came from. And then the rest... I think we've clarified everything. I think that basically, that sums it up, right? Now, I, uh, I just have maybe so are we under attack? to clarify. Is the nation at war? Did I start a war? Just tell me if I started a war. I can't tell my grandmother I started a war. And does this war involve nuclear weapons? Because we have some preparation issues regarding this. But anyway, carrying on. I may have missed a day of of school. It's yet to be... Nuclear. I I gotta say that I have some difficulty... Buying into the idea that uh, Cynthia here was able to tell a Russian accent uh, from another accent, um, <laughs> as, as the, there seems to be some difficulty in that area. But I'm going to trust that you thought you were able to tell that it was Russians in one another. I mean, are you sure they weren't Ukrainians? Or they, it could have been any kind of. A person with an accent from that side of the world, like, can you tell the difference? Because I, I can't. I've seen the Rocky movies 18 times each. So. And then there's Die Hard. I mean. And <laughs> Die Hard. Yeah, I've. So, so I watch a lot of action movies, and these guys had an accent and were evil, so that means well, that I'm a German on, or Russian. Does a Die Hard that happens in Russia? Well, there's. <laughs> Tony, take it away. Uh, okay, well, so the first one is uh, Severus Snape as a German, right? And his accent, no one knows what that's from. Number but two... But the company is owned by Japanese business owners. Yes, the Nakatomi. Right. So, and then there's the second one, they're on a plane, right? I think in that one, there's different... Uh, that one's more of a terrorism thing. The third one, it's Jeremy Irons as the brother of the guy in the first one, but he has no accent for some reason. I think he maybe was adopted. And then the fourth one, uh, that's uh, the one where the car goes over the bridge. 
Uh, now, I have to admit, I've never seen these movies. I've only read them in text form as research for situations in you which... You've got to read them in the original, yeah. 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 So I'm not hearing that they went Russia at all. Right, so... Carmen, what, what, where, where so the... So in the Bullwinkle cartoons, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, all right, all right. Rocky and Bullwinkle, and then Rocky, he also fights the guy from Russia, right? So what we know is Russia is Rocky. And I don't think that there... Uh, now, uh, again, There's mountains, I've, right? I've, I've only read the texts of these Bullwinkle episodes, but I don't believe that the Japanese factor into it at all. No, so That's we've great. got sort of an axis here of sorts. As Tony talks... We with... need to defend the harbors, is what I'm saying, sir. <laughs> with the... With the... <laughs> The original collaborations with Carmen from Carmen and Abby. The beaches. Emilia, Leonard, Lucretia, and Goro are just shaking their head in in a little bit of dismay. Okay, but they were wearing all white and they did ninja stuff. Does that mean anything? Actually, I think they said they were Russian. They definitely said it. They said it, yeah. In between... Hurting us very heavily. We might so still we, be concussed. Uh, we cannot, Commander. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can corroborate that they were from uh, the White Bear Ninja Clan. Uh, but yes, anyway, y- yes, uh, Commander Chico Norris. They were. I don't know why these younglings don't know this, and I'm sure this is part of the test. But what? indeed. They were part of the uh, White Bear clan, and uh, they definitely were able to break in through the storage um, section of, of the museum, um, just, like, just like that student did a few years back, remember? Um, anyways. Rule pop-up. During character creation, each player assigns 0 to 5 points to 20 aptitudes that represent the character's abilities. Back to the show! So you're trying to tell me that the White Bear Clan broke into the jungle section of the restricted area of the Clay Belt Museum. No, no, that was us. We did, we got into the museum. Why not you did, but they did too, because the jungle is in the museum. Right, but if we're assessing our exam performance, shouldn't we stay focused on that? I we're think not talking about around. your exam. We're going to talk about your exam in a minute. We're just talking well, about what happened right, You were supposed to finish the exam, which you didn't finish. But due to the extenuating Russians. <sighs> Well, we'll see about that. And the cutie that is little Pug Louisa. I mean, come on. So you're Let saying away from that this space. little creature came out of one of those... Russian. Kremlin eggs. Wait, no, eggs. Yes. Out of a Russian? No, that definitely concussed. Yeah, the last the last <laughs> egg. It was like the the, the, the gold and like the, the green and the, the purple egg, I think. Um... No <laughs> Russians were in no, labor. These children are just full of saga. shit. I can't. I'm hearing better now because Sasha here did a jutsu and fixed my ears a little bit. What the hell are you guys talking? What do you mean? 
a gremlin, the gremlin egg hatched. Gremlin eggs don't hatch. I mean, that would be why I've never seen a gremlin before, I guess. Okay, so what happened then? Okay. Where'd the egg Here's go? Here's how we know for sure they were Russians. They kept saying they were on an imp- impotent mission. Oh, of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they right. are Russians. They're yeah. Russians, yeah. Oh, yeah. Impotent. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. Impotent. Yeah, Instead yeah. of important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Most so we're definitely certain. that is the giveaway. If if you encounter like you probably saw in class in like international ninja recognition class right. in school, if you encounter a ninja that says impotent instead of important, right. then you know the Russians. Yeah, and that's but a, if you encounter and that's a, a mistake ninja that, that Ukrainians says impotent <laughs> just because they are, then that could be any ethnicity, right? <laughs> um. So the egg, though. So that's what was in the egg. That little thing there that was crying and always left us all deaf. Yeah. It hatched right after the fight. It hatched. Yeah. Like. Crack, crack, crack. Papa. Bill. <laughs> I. Don't believe anything. <laughs> that you pathetic excuse for Guinean ninja are saying. You are shit fighting. You are shit planning. You are shit. And you were saying... <laughs> Who's this? Brando? Thy sensei Jean-Claude spoke for the first time ever. Okay. And you were saying that this creature came out of a gremlin. Now the creature egg. is a gremlin. So it is a gremlin egg. It has never been hurt before. This is ridiculous. I... Please explain how 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 it happened. Detailed, how it happened I'm, that this I... creature came out of a gremlin egg when never ever in the history of gremlin eggs have we heard of a gremlin hatching out of a gremlin egg. Uh, I have no idea, sir. I am not. Have I was just you there. any account of how gremlins happen? Can I ask? Why are you asking us? We're trainees. That's a very I mean, fair point. I mean, shouldn't you be explaining what happened? Well, I would be explaining what happened if I was there and I had done the thing and I had seen the thing come out of the egg. But I wasn't, was I? Because if I was there... We would have captured all three Russian white bear clan members, but Why you captured no that? one. That wasn't all you have her. is figments. How do I know that you didn't just step on a hallucinogenic mushroom and then you just experienced all this in your heads? 
I mean, actually, that's quite probable because the whole time we were getting like hypnotized by the shadow clone of that the snake. That was just you. Yes, I. We must clarify this. That it was simply Tony. The rest of us. But, but like the whole lucid. test was designed to trick us, right? So like we don't know what was real and what you made us see. So like for all Precisely. we, I think I have a pretty good so idea. Again. I think I've narrowed it down pretty well. Okay, but like the Weren't the gremlins right? real, right? Like, I didn't, I'm not imagining that. No, you're definitely not imagining that. Also, You are not I imagining the love in your heart. Well, that that's good. I have no idea about what's going on in your heart, but I know that there can be no other explanation for there ever having been gremlins than that these gremlin eggs at some point hatched. So there seems to be a pretty substantial flaw in your account of all of history. And we have the creature, and we have the egg... And this happened while we were journeying here, which means to a certain extent, I think it's your responsibility because you're supposed to be our supervisors at this point. Well, this guy talks and talks and talks. And occasionally is correct. What does he say? Chico, what does he say? What, what, What do you have to say? He's right. We're trainees. We went through all this on a, on a mission that was designed to confuse us and cause us to distrust our senses. We accomplished what we were asked to do. We were never asked to capture anyone from an opposing clan. So what else is there for us to prove to you? Well, this is what I'm beginning to think, which is that our superiors are refusing to accept responsibility for this poor child, which has found its father in Tony, its protector, who refuses to take proper uh, preparations for this child, for the world to come, and my conscience is weighing on me. If Tony is this child's father, that makes me an acquaintance. And I've never been an acquaintance to a child before, and this is driving my conscience into extremities, and I think we simply, at this point, have to take responsibility for this gremlin child and see it to a safe adulthood. I, for one, am shocked that Abby does not have more experience with kids. I I have plenty of experience with parents. 39 years I lived with my parents. It shows. Thank you. Hey, this is Fede from Arcane Ninja RPG. If you like our show, you may also like other shows in the Pot Cavern Network, such as this one. Hello, folks. I'm Katie. I'm Vinny. And we host the Learn Real Good podcast. It's a comedy podcast about science. It's also a science podcast with comedy. Each episode, we interview a science grad student about their research. And we keep it casual, so you don't need to be a nerd to follow along. We also share some of the latest science newts. I think you mean the latest science news? Well, people need to hear more about amphibians. I agree with that. So look us up on your favorite podcast source and learn learn real good. good. Presented by the Podcavern Network. Uh, close enough. And now, back to the show. All right, all right, all right. That's it. That's all we need from you. Uh, in fact, this part was also part of the test. I don't believe you. And uh, oh, and the test <laughs> is now over. Okay. Thank so, God. Wait, so the Russians were on your side? Uh, no. <laughs> so this, okay. 
So they just lost control in the middle of the test. What so that's the, no, there definitely there definitely were surprises in the test, and there were some things that were totally unexpected. However, but you knew the you were being was tested. Hatch. We didn't know nothing was going to happen like it happened. Oh, okay. No, not at all. <laughs> However, you were being testing your ability to give a report. Okay. <laughs> And because we will get our reports from our fully trained ninja who were there and our senior, and they were part of the battle, and so, um... I think I could do a better report if I wasn't deaf and, uh, hadn't just fought Russians. Yeah, but you next time, so hadn't been uh, It is very common that we have to give reports in the heat of the moment while things are fresh and while we're still injured, and so it's all part of the thing. Yes, sir. And so, uh, thank you. I, I think some of the information you've given us, even though uh, confusing and, and, and vague, uh, might have uh, offered some kind of glimpse into into the true nature of the situation, and we will continue to evaluate things. Uh, clearly, we can't take that thing away from you, because uh, it's going to leave, well, who knows, however many people deaf. Uh, if nothing more, and it's just a baby, so it's like a little bit concerning that it can do that at this stage if it's just hatched. Because, you know, as they grow up, she that might might be a real problem from cable to table, then we might need to send you away, away, somewhere away, so that nobody is at, at, at danger. But right now, it seems content, and so we're gonna just move on. Uh, sir? Yeah. Speaking of just hatched, uh, I have no idea what this thing eats, but it hasn't eaten since ever. Uh, may I go and ask the chefs to uh, help figure out what I should be feeding it? Uh, we're going to do just that right after we're done with your marks. Okay. And then you, uh, we're going to all do it together because we need to figure out what this thing is because nobody of us knows nobody's ever heard of a creature like that hatching of an egg like that ever before in the history of ninja that we know but maybe way way back but we just don't know that shit and so we have to figure this shit out all right right but everybody loves food everybody loves food but some creatures eat stuff that you wouldn't know is food yeah my nana my nona said that about me sometimes <laughs> I was uh, trained to go years eating only minerals and stones. Have you ever tried to eat a shoe? Um, I know how to boil it and cook it down and make it something <laughs> that is chewable and digestible. You gotta so try a marks, shoe in a panini press. We did that once marks. during hazing. You ever had shoe panini? <laughs> I feel like Gouda would help with that. It does. You'd be correct. <laughs> so our mark. I was hoping to avoid that part. I never liked that part of the tests. <laughs> the results. That's the yeah. only reason we do them. <laughs> All right, let's get on with it. Da Sensei, Jean-Claude. The floor is yours. Oh, no. They'll... It was terrible. You all had 
hints from your teachers, but you failed to heed the advice. And also, this is the worst part of all. And Daisensei Jean-Claude sticks his hand into his jacket, into the inside uh, upper pocket of the jacket, and pulls out a silk wrapping that you all recognize as a fortune cookie. And he puts it on the desk in front of him. That is my fortune cookie from when I did my test. I'm kind of amazed it's not moldy. Well, uh, you see, you would have known if you had studied your magical items that they're magical. They don't go moldy, huh? Carmen, your teachers basically told you what the exam was, huh? She, she said exactly what will happen. Did you know what would happen? No, because you're not listening. Tony, your teacher encouraged you to use guile over strength. But you continued to do the opposite. I went for the balls. See, yeah. Hmm. Sensia, I guess you did what you could given these uh, landmarks uh, you were paired with. Thank you. Uh, but you failed to take the rational leadership as the group needed. I accept responsibility. I apologize. Uh, Carmen... Four. Tony, five. Absentia, six. The offer. Thank you for that. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Dai Sensei, thank you for your comments and uh, thank you for uh, giving these young uh, trainees your feedback. Um, I'm still kind of deaf. Did you say we fail? Well, that's what he said. Now, that he doesn't have that kind of power to determine who fails or... But he, <sighs> he failed you in his, uh, in his uh, uh, grading of your test. Uh, so uh, we'll see what the rest of the judges say. And at the end, we'll determine whether you pass or fail. <laughs> Rule pop-up. Any interaction is associated with the two aptitudes. A player adds the points of both and rolls as many 10-sided dice to meet or beat the difficulty rating. Back to the show. Thank Sensei you. Nicola. Take it away. You are too hard, Jean-Claude. You forget when you were their age, they were just like Tony. Oh, you were just like Tony, all, all fire, uh, no metal. It is true that Carmen's arrogance 
and lack of grit almost cost you all the exam. But she did find it in the end. I believe they would have defeated Goro. <coughs> if they had a chance, Tony, maybe you are not leadership material, but we always need fodder. Hmm? Absentia, you need to learn to assert yourself more. I'll go consider that in the shadows. After I give you the mark. Carmen. Six. Tony. Seven. Absentia. Seven. Thank you for that. Sensei Nicola. Sasha, what do you think? Uh, I was disappointed that uh, Carmen gave up and let her team go face Goro on their own. Five. Uh, Tony, a good attitude, a tenacious, doesn't think much. That's okay. Six. Absentia. Absentia was there all the critical times, making the right decisions. Could have attempted to embrace the shadow more. Eight. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you for that. All right. Tim, what do you have to say about this gangly bunch? Well, you know, I can't really see much with my eyes, but I hear, and uh, Sasha was describing everything to me, you know, and so... I think that Nicholas right? Jean-Claude, Thai Sensei, Jean-Claude, you forget that uh, you were uh, not that talented when you started. It takes practice, and I would know that because I had practiced a lot. Carmen, seven. Tony, seven. Cynthia, eight. And that's all I have to say. Now we finish this up so I can go have a drink. All right, all right. Well, thank you for that, Tim. I gotta say that I'm a little bit disappointed. I suppose I was expecting more from you folks. You came in here and I, I had heard from our teachers that you had all this gung-ho and all this grit and then kind of fizzled out and uh, you were perhaps a bit too aggressive, 
bit too too more too much to to ready to fight and and, and perhaps not enough guile for how I like things to be done, but I understand you just knew you were nervous. It's, it's a test, and, and then everything went shit. Before everything went shit, uh, I, I wasn't too sold. It was okay. Now I'm gonna say Carmen 6, Tony 6, Cynthia 7. And all those marks added together, yeah, you passed, but it's not good enough to stay in the command. They're not, they're not the kind of material we're looking for here. But just as I was ready to write you off, then these white bird clan ninja appear, and you kind of proved yourselves. You chased after them, you faced them, you beat them. You didn't kill them, you captured them. They ran away, but that wasn't your fault. You protected the eggs to the best of your ability. I suppose I would have been happy to get all three, and maybe even two, but... And then this unprecedented thing happened. The egg hatches, and the creature develops an attachment. So whereas normally I would say you passed, but go look your future somewhere else because they're not here in the command guard. I'm going to have to say that we're going to have to put you on probation because we need to figure out what's going on with the white bear clan ninja and we need to figure out what's going on with this little what you call it pug luisa pug luisa pug luisa <laughs> now he needs to, he, it seems to like the name <laughs> what is the boy and the girl do we know uh i haven't asked well i guess we don't know it's a gremlin sir so far does it have any, like, privates? Uh, I, I haven't asked the ranks, sir. No, it doesn't. I, yeah, no, I can see, I can see now with the gun. Now I'm looking, there's nothing hanging, there's nothing going in. It seems to be, like, flat. Huh? That's weird. This is weird, sir, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how they put the eggs up. That was, um, quite the transition. So we're on probation for how long? <laughs> well, you're on probation until we figure out what the hell's going on, and then we'll see. I don't know. So are we being sent after the White Bear Clan to prove ourselves with one last all-out mission? Well, that sounds... <laughs> Highly dangerous? That sounds like something that ain't going to be the thing. Oh. Uh, um, maybe eventually... And- now, what yes. we need to do is we need to take some time. So I'm going to say that you will um, not um, be granted full membership into the Command Guard, even though you're gaining ninja, you are still apprentices, but um, everybody will know that you're not fully part of the Command Guard. But other than that, you will take residence in the command guard headquarters, uh, and, and uh, you will uh, be ready to uh, head off tomorrow. 
Um, we can't we can't lose any time. On to your next mission. You will be informed of that as in the morning, because I need to summon all the seniors, and we need to have a conversation as to what the hell to do next, because this is just weird beyond weird. I don't think you understand how unprecedented this thing is. This is, we don't even know how dangerous this little creature is. We don't even know, we don't know nothing. And we, we know can't what, really... how much danger this creature is in, because this creature has had no preparation for the realities of this world. Just kick Abby in the back of the shins. <laughs> Thank you. Also, what are the terms of our probation? How do you mean? Well, this what do we have back. to do to get off probation? What do we have to do to become full members? I haven't decided that yet, but I'm going to tell you what. You survive long enough, you've become a full member. All right? So we okay. Lay low Thank and you, do sir. Nothing. Well, that I'm might be go ahead and do the because opposite of that. Uh, we're going to give you a mission. If you don't complete it, <coughs> you, well, you, you could lay down and do nothing, but you ain't going to be part of the command guard then. So, well, we, since we're all on probation, does that mean we need to stick together? Are we? You st- are now officially a squad. Sort of a suicide squad uh, <laughs> of criminals. Even though many of the ninja squads that we form do tend to be suicidal, we don't encourage <laughs> that. It's not really okay. Yeah, I understand how that reference might not Nobody's play here. Nobody's gonna leave Pug <laughs> Louisa alone. That's not what. Okay, look. Just as long as it's all understood that we're the bad boys of the squad, then that's. Uh, <laughs> You know. We don't even know if these Russian ninjas, they knew the egg was going to hatch or not. They did seem to be trying to take them away. Everybody wants the eggs. The eggs just give fortune and good luck to anybody who has them. Of course, everybody wants the eggs. That's a given. The gremlin eggs are a thing. But they went as far as to infiltrate the jungle lair. This has never been happening. This has never been seen, this has never happened before, and I cannot stress enough how difficult and grave this situation is. We might be at the verge of a war, but I don't know, because you don't know shit all, and these other guys know shit all, and nobody knows shit all, and we don't have a Russian to put to the questioning. So... So you're saying we need to capture a Russian because without being full members, we operate outside the laws of ninjahood. So I'm saying, Sasha, please, escort these probational command guards to their their boarding houses and just uh, report tomorrow, please, first thing in the morning. 6 a.m., and we'll tell you what to do then. And so yes, sir. Thank may we, you. May we still yes, speak with the kitchen? You take that creature down to anything that can feed it and see if we can find out what it eats. Good. I got a good feeling about having this on our side, because I don't really know why, sir, but when I'm holding Pug Louisa here, I feel like I can do anything. Well, that's interesting, because without... Pug Louisa, you wouldn't be in the command guard, so maybe that's not wrong. 
we're gonna get you a tiny uniform. <laughs> All right, y'all dismissed. I think Pug Louisa outranks Thank us. Thank you, sir. <laughs> this oh, way, please. I'll take you to your lodgings. <laughs> and Sasha leads our fledgling ninja out of the command center main office down the spiral staircase made out of leaves and, and branches very uneven spiral staircase uh, into the main room of the command uh, center and out into one of the branches and takes them to the rooms and this is where we leave our session today Thank you for listening to our show. If you like what you're hearing, please like the podcast, share it with your friends, and if you can, leave us a five-star review. All this really helps starting podcasts like this one build an audience. Do you want your name to be an inspiration for an NPC character? Tweet about us using the hashtag at ArcaneNinjaRPG. You can also join our patron family at patreon.com slash ArcaneNinjaRPG. For as little as five bucks per month, You can help us continue to produce this show, get access to some extra content, and get a special thanks mention at the end of each episode. Thanks again. Stay tuned for the next episode release in two weeks. See ya!